Well, folks, it's official. Hottest ticket in the streets just got even hotter. ESPN's college football game day has announced it will be on the campus of the University of Alabama next week for Crimson Tide LSU. Saturday, November 9th, inside Bryant-Denny Stadium. And while this was going to be the final segment for this week's edition of shows, we actually have one more coming up after this one. But as of right now, you're locked and loaded on the best form of Crimson Tide news, notes, and information you are going to find. That being, in my own words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. People, you know what to do. You like the show. You are enjoying the content and the entertainment and how the content is being delivered to you. Give the show a thumbs up, a like on YouTube and subscribe because that tells us we got to keep Bama Nation with more of content, analysis, updates, news, notes, reports on your favorite team, the Crimson Tide. As always, the show powered each and every time by our good friends at Title Tile, WhitwillSports.com. Title Tile is the rally tile with benefits for the avid Alabama sports fan. It's only $9.99, but this thing lasts a lifetime. So, people, as we prepare for next week, game day will be in the building on November 9th. Go ahead and get you a couple of those tiles today. Going to WhitwillSports.com, putting that title tile in the air, twirl it, wave it like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the rest of the crew. But we live in a world of beautiful hypotheticals. We really do. And uh, many hypotheticals are great. There are some that are good. There are some that are decent. And then there are those that are not really thought out much and then we have the ones that are just pure terrible they're just awful but for the most part we live in a world full of beautiful hypotheticals and uh, throughout the week this past week Nick Saban been talking about one uh, to a Aloha and and how he's been able to rehab from the uh, tightrope surgery he had to fix his right ankle the ankle he hurt injured against the Tennessee Volunteers. He's been saying a lot of positive things about Tua and how he's shown a great attitude about how he's done everything, anything and everything the team has required or requested of him to do and trying to put himself in position to play in this game against the Tigers. If you talk with his teammates, you know, all of these guys have said he's been in good spirits, in great spirits, trying to stay positive about the whole entire matter. Now, of course, Saban also mentioned that he does not have a crystal ball in terms of whether Tua will play in this game or not, showing the ultimate gamesmanship the entire week of practice, being that when the media is out there, he does not reveal Tua. But upon the time that the cameras leave the room, number 13 pops out of nowhere and is able to get some work in. Now, he hasn't done much, but according to Saban, he has done some things, some things in terms of being able to test out his mobility, his movement, his maneuvering in the pocket on the ankle. Now, 
I heard from a couple of people inside the program that they would be shocked if Tua is not 100% by this matchup against LSU in full go. But hey, Nick Saban playing the gamesmanship role. We'll see what goes down. It's kind of interesting how on Wednesday during his presser, he used the term warrior to describe the junior quarterback. And that word in a American culture means a lot different than what it means in Samoan uh, Polynesian culture. In Samoan culture, the word warrior, it almost takes on a spiritual connotation. Well, it doesn't almost, it does take on a spiritual meaning, a spiritual connotation. That word for Samoan Polynesians means bravest, toughest, strongest, defender, protector, leader, it gets no deeper, it gets no better than a warrior. I can put my life in this warrior's hands and I know that I'm going to be safe, I'm going to be protected. Nothing breaks this being. Nothing breaks this individual. You know, that's what that word means for people of Samoan culture. And for Saban to... uh, strictly or tactfully, you know, using that word to describe, you know, his quarterback in Tua, that's a big deal. If Tua was to come to Coach Saban right now and say, Coach, I'm good, I'm fine, I have no pain, I can move, I can do my job, I can perform my task, then there is no way that Saban would deny Tungavangoa access to the field and start in this football game. But in just going off the hypotheticals here, let's just take this for example. Even though Tua knows how big this game is, he does. Tungavangoa is a competitor. Even though he knows how much is on the line in this game when you look at a berth in the Southeastern Conference Championship game, a potential berth in the college football playoff. When you look at the Heisman Trophy, this could very well be 2015 all over again. Uh, whomever wins this game between Joe Burrow and Tungavangoa, you can pretty much hand them the Heisman at this point. And then you look at the NFL draft implications in terms of the first quarterback being taken off the board. I was watching TV just the other the other day and a couple of national talking heads are going, you know, if LSU wins this game, no doubt Joe Burrow is the number one quarterback taken. Bigger than Tua, stronger than Tua, got a better arm than Tua. I mean, gotta go with Joe Burrow. And these are national talking heads, you know, saying this. So, I mean, Tua knows how big this game is competitor, fighter, warrior. He knows there is a lot at stake. And if he can go, Nick Saban is not going to keep him off the field. But just in terms of the hypotheticals, Ed Ogeron of LSU was in, I don't know if this was a press conference or an event for the Tigers that he had, but he was on radio during the week and uh, he spoke on the Tigers are prepared for Tua Tagovailoa. They're prepared for Tua. They know Tua is going to play. Those were his exact words. He did not mention anything about Mac Jones. Said nothing about the backup. 
We are prepared. LSU is prepared. The Bayou Bengals are prepared for Tua Tungo Vangoa. Nothing was said on behalf of Mac 10, the Joker, Mac Jones. And after the way he performed against Arkansas, and I know what you're saying. It was Arkansas. Stop hyping it up. They're trash. They're no good. They're struggling. That game meant nothing. That game still meant something because even with it being Arkansas, you still have to go on the field and maneuver the offense. You still have to go on the field and operate in that system. You still have to go on the field and let your teammates know. Though 13 is not in this huddle, trust in me. I can get it done. And Mac Jones showed he could get it done. That 18 for 22 for 235 and uh, you know three touchdowns was no fluke, was no slouch, was no you know uh, thing of not being important. That whole deal was highly important. That whole deal was highly, highly needed in terms of Jones and, and just seeing how. Alabama has had success with backup quarterbacks. You can go ask Kirby Smart. He got punked out twice. You know, once in the national championship game, uh, and then one more time in the Southeastern Conference title game. So, we have seen uh, backup quarterbacks for Alabama get the job done. And just for all intents and purposes of how Nick Saban's playing this, close to the best gamesmanship in terms of Tua, how comfortable... As a Tide fan, how comfortable would you be if, you know, Nick Saban's going to take this all the way up to game time? He's already said game time decision for Tua. How comfortable would you be as a Tide fan if Saban was to take this up all the way up to, you know, pregame warmups and uh, in the starting lineup, he makes the call for Mac Jones to get the nod against NSU? And let's say Mac Jones trots out there and he needs a touchdown scoring drive on the first drive. Just completely just confuses LSU. Completely just confuses Dave Aranda and Edo. You throw Mac Jones out there and he needs a touchdown drive on the first possession of the game. And then after that, you bring in Tua, you know, just to, you know, completely befuddle decapitate, eviscerate the mindset of LSU. I mean, how crazy would that be? Or if he goes the move of resting to a a whole nother week and just have Jones go the whole entire football game. I mean, any of these scenarios would be crazy. How comfortable would you be as a fan for that to happen? Because honestly, if you look at it, LSU has had trouble with the game-managing quarterbacks that Alabama has had. I mean, LSU has had trouble with beating John Parker Wilson. It lost to John Parker Wilson. It lost to Greg McElroy. It lost to A.J. McCarron. It lost to Jacob Coker. It even lost to a converted running back, defensive back, wide receiver that became a quarterback in Blake Sims. Lost to all of those guys. And... Mac Jones fits the depiction of a Parker Wilson, uh, 
Greg McElroy, AJ McCarron, Jacob Coker, in terms of he can manage the game. He can put you and keep you in position to win of these football games. So, just saying, how comfortable would you be as an Alabama fan in the hypothetical of Nick Saban starting Mac Jones in the matchup and then goes back to Tua or Saban going with the full card of playing Mac Jones the entire game and resting Tua for a whole nother week because it all said preparing for Tua said nothing about preparing for Mac Jones. So just a little game of hypotheticals here. We live in a world of those. How would you feel, Ty fans, if Saban was to pull it out and start Mac Jones? Will you be comfortable with it? Would you still be somewhat concerned? See how folks are saying this is this LSU team, how great this LSU team is, how dynamic this LSU team is, how tough this LSU team is, how explosive this LSU team is, with people really pumping up the Tigers, with people really setting the stage for this matchup. How comfortable would you be if Nick was to pull the scenario, pull the hypothetical of starting Mac Jones in this game. Definitely want to get your thoughts on that. But we're going to officially now take our final break here on the How to Show on the Streets, in my own words, the podcast, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, Stephen M. Smith. As always, you download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. I'll pick that up today. You can get it from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you've got the Android phone. As always, the podcast options listed for you at the bottom of the screen. Check those out. You subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com for all the latest and Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. The site with over 6,000 subscribers strong. 6,000 now. Thanks to you, the fans. Upon our return, we dive into the Ask Steven segment. We got some great questions, some great voicemails from you guys. So we'll dive into those on the other side of the break, tidying up loose ends. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming back to end my own words. 